Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. My name is Megan Patterson. And I'm Aaron Jensen. And we're back, baby. Episode 94. We are. We're back recording in Megan's apartment. I know. What'd you do this morning? This morning I worked out. Oh, shoot. You already know my favorite coach teaches Sunday mornings and he knows that I particularly work harder when Rick Ross has played or Meg the Stallion has played, and he played Rick Ross for me today. He's like, this one's for you, Megan. No, he doesn't even have to say that. He, he just, just looks, looks at, at He just looks at me or gives me knuckles, and he's like, I know this is what Megan needs. This is what Megan wants. So, so when you're on the treadmill, you're like, point two plus point two. A little bit. I was a power on. walker today. I'm not going to lie. I read this interesting... Well, it wasn't even an article. I just saw on the internet how some guy had said that walking when you're overweight burns more calories than running or something Hmm. and i could i could see like the joint work you know i don't know it was just really fascinating or you could just say straight up i was just not in the mood to run (laughs) like i think when you walk at an incline it's hard i sweat my heart rate oh no no no. i got i got 10 splat points today walking yeah so i mean it's doing something and i wore yeah i wore my different i didn't wear like my proper running shoes today so it was all good it was a great workout like i seek out this coach because he's super chill he plays the best music i mean i literally avoid other classes because of the music they play (laughs) so true they play taylor swift and shit i'm like what in the white girl is going on here <laughs> what just because you think you think i'm white i like taylor swift i don't i worked out with megan on thanksgiving and she was just twerking the whole time on no i well, was well, not twerking but like a little booty pop because it wasn't a good like throwback she mix. actually did yeah that, I, I was surprised that, that that girl put on a good power because you walk and you're like oh white girl no the class. <laughs> well okay oh. I, aaron is in claremont <laughs> i live in la so i just have a little bit more you know i have a little more diversity all of of the instructors in Claremont play good music. That's good to know. Yes. It was a good mix. They played some like 90s house hitters. So I was I was into it. Mm-hmm. That was a good little Thanksgiving workout. So yeah, I got my workout in, got my Phil's coffee, you know, took a shower, cleaned my house up for you guys. You're and all good so, to go. Yeah, we're here. But how was your um how was your injector training? Oh, it was good. Yeah. I can't believe we squeezed it in right before the end of the year. You're loco. Loca. I know. But I I like I work best under pressure. I just I gotta go, go, go. Yeah. But it was amazing. We it, we sold out the beginner class in less than like 18 hours. It was so crazy. Awesome. And the advanced class followed pretty closely behind. But we had such an amazing group of injectors. You know, a lot of people really eager to get into the industry. And I hope we kind of set them on the right path. So they're, you know, they have a, a good foundation on what they're learning and just how to grow themselves in mm-hmm. a good way, since there isn't really a great streamlined way to do it. But we had like a photographer, like photo ops, swag bag. Like the swag bag was fat. It was like swaggy. Worth, it was the weight in, in injectables. Yeah. Uh, or the cost of the class. And then some of the injectors were able to get injected. And that's something, you know, like the shoemaker's kid never has shoes saying like mm-hmm. when you're an injector, it's sometimes hard to get injected yourself. Yeah. But yeah, we had a 
great, great turnout. It looked, the stories were popping. I, I even, I had FOMO and I don't want to be an injector <laughs> at all, but I was like, dang, I'm missing out on this fat cracking party. Yeah, but it, was fun. it looks like everybody learned a lot and could take it back with them. And I think it's interesting because a lot of people think that you have to kind of like keep a secret as far as like how you do what you do. But I love that you're kind of like, there's no secrets about my technique. Actually, you can come and get my secrets if you want them. Mm-hmm. Like it's not proprietary. Well, and the better the industry is, the better it is for all of us. You know, mm-hmm. anytime someone gets scared away from an overdone face or, you know, injectables that aren't done properly, it's not good for our business. So I want, want everyone to be out there because half of my day is convincing people they're not going to look weird. Oh, my gosh. That's so annoying, huh? Yeah. Oh, it's super You're annoying. You're just, you know, I couldn't have the patience because if somebody was like, am I going to look stiff? I'd be like, listen, do you want it or not? Shit or get off the pot. I got 18 other chicks waiting in line to see me. So no, I'm not I here do, to convince you. I do see? get stern, you know. And I have like a good rapport with my patients. They will tell me, oh, I know I love the before and after pictures. I know you won't do me weird, but am I going to look weird? I'm like, girl, like, what do you think? You know, exactly. Isn't three syringes a lot? Like, no, it's not a lot at all. You need You're like, eight. look at Megan. She has 20 in her face. She does. does she look weird? Do I look weird? Exactly. I was actually looking at an old picture of myself before I was doing Botox every three months. I mean, you do Botox in me like once a year or twice a year or whatever, because I was living in different places. And my eyes look less hooded right now. Oh, yeah. They're lifted. They're lifted, dude. It looks like I got an upper bluff. Mm-hmm. That means like an eyelid surgery. It's crazy. I like looked more like my eyes don't look as bright. They, they didn't look as bright 10 years ago. And I have this like lift, this eyebrow lift. But it also lifted up my eyelids, which was crazy. Yeah. The younger you start, the better things will be. I'll sometimes have some of my sweet patients say they're like in their 50s. They'll be like, I want to, I want to look like you. I want my under eyes to look like you. I'm like, yeah, I'm about 10 years younger than you. And I've been doing the stuff to my face for 15 years. So you can't get that. It's not going to be the same. So the younger you start, it's preventative, you know, when done in the right way. So don't be afraid of it. Yeah. Dive right in. Get that brow lift. Well, so actually today's topic, we're going to cover that a little bit more. But today's topic is back by popular demand question and answer part nine. Okay. Part nine? Part nine, girl. Wow, we've answered a lot of questions. We've answered a, a lot, lot of questions, and some of you ding-dongs asked the same questions we've already talked about, but well, you know Well, here's what? the thing. At this point, <laughs> we have almost 100 episodes. You know, that's a lot to catch up on. Maybe you're new to the podcast. <laughs> a or- lot to catch up on. Hello. There's an hour every morning you could bang through in 100 days. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I have really high expectations of our listeners. <laughs> but if you, you know, and so, yes, I'll be a little more, you know, sensitive to that and gracious. So the, the uh, surprisingly, the people I, I put up on the stories and Instagram, like ask away any questions like no holds barred and people. It's, it's a pretty diverse question set. So great. We'll go ahead and jump right into it. So, Aaron, I'll ask you the first question. Do you offer business consulting and what does that entail? I definitely admire you ladies you know i do not offer business consulting i would say coming to one of our injecting trainings would be the best thing to do because we do give you lots of pearls on how we do our business Um, i think you maybe hire megan for a nominal fee and a delta one first class ticket somewhere (laughs) to your practice even if it's in fresno please fly her up yeah delta doesn't fly to fresno (laughs) it's just like alaskan american (laughs) but we could charter a pj you know just to go to fresno exactly uh no you know and i think you know i i think business consulting would be a good thing to do but how do I, you kind of just have to like have it in you, you know, like you have Mm -hmm. to have that drive where there's not like a moment of the day that goes by that I don't think about making something better with my business or in my life. Mm -hmm. So 
if you have that mentality and that drive, I think it will come to you. Yeah. Um, but if you are in medicine, a lot of people in medicine do not have a great business background. So I think it is a good thing to seek out, but I don't, I don't offer it right now. Yeah. Right now. Who knows what the future will hold? Sure. We didn't work with the business consultant. Like no. we kind of did it on our own, but uh, if you are looking for somebody, I would suggest just asking around like your friends and family, like yeah. ask for referrals, like, do you have somebody that you recommend or do you know somebody who knows somebody? Because um, word of mouth is is really where it's at. I think that's the best form of advertising. And, you know, it's if you want like a free version of our like lightweight consulting, we have actually like I an episode we've talked about it. on customer podcast. experience. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was one of our first te 10 episodes where we talk about like the art of the customer experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, because you can piece together like an accountant in HR, like you can piece together that like side of the business but what sets you apart from the rest you can actually learn about that in our earlier episode mm -hmm. one other thing i would recommend doing is if you do find someone to talk to and you have some questions don't do this like okay role play megan you ready okay. for this okay hello. okay you're the consultant hello right? i'm the consultant hi uh, i really love your business i love you guys how do i how do i do it how do i do what you guys do uh, click. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. You did no homework. Exactly. You have no patience. I mean, that's kind of also similar to when people are like Aaron, I want to be a, a, a trainer and injector like you. How do I do yes. it? It's like, bitch, do your homework. Okay, let's try it again. Okay. This go is ahead. the way to do it. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, I'm your consultant at your service. Hi, my name is Aaron Jensen. I have about 15 questions. I'll take 15 minutes of your time. Can I shoot them off to you? Yeah. I'll make I'll be, I'll be quick and concise. Yeah. There okay. you go. And then you ask your 15 questions. Thank them very much. Mm -hmm. You know, if the, you made a good impression, maybe you can do it again in a month or so. Yeah. But don't don't ask to take someone out to coffee. Like, I know I did that back in my early days, but like most people don't have time for that. No. They don't have time for lunch. No, a free no, no, lunch no, no, is no, not no, worth no. it. No, 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 You know, no, I'm no. happy to talk to someone, but let's just it's a fine. It, it is a fine line. It's it's a fine line with boundaries like, you know. I have 30 minutes in the car and I'm driving. I'll bang out some questions if it fits in my schedule. But to drive to the West Side to have a cup of coffee with a stranger, I don't do that shit. It's just my my time has a has a cost to it. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, it, it reminds me of that saying, like, if you pray for potatoes, you got to bring a hoe. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Like, you want this so Is bad. Is that a saying? I, some old lady said it if and I really like it for potatoes. You got to bring a hoe. Okay. Yes. You got to do the work. What are you going to do about potatoes? it? Yeah. You could be like all day long. Like, oh, I wish I want. I want it's mine. It's manifest it. And it's like, great. Put that into the universe. Yeah, but so what hard. actions are you taking? It's so hard. The yeah. actions I'm taking is I'm going to uh, Google how to create a business plan. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. going to look up rental spaces to see if I could find whether doing a sola salon for my eyebrow waxing business is better than getting a chair at a, you know, at a traditional salon or things like that. Like yep. you can't just be like, help me. I want to be like you. Mm -hmm. And like, what do I need to do that? It's like put in some work. Yep. So, uh, so to answer your question in a long winded way, no, we do not offer business consulting, but we thank you for admiring and us. listen to our old episodes. Yes. The customer service experience. Okay. Next one's for you, Megan. I don't think this is about mine because I've been with my man for a few years, but what is up with your boo thing? How's it going with him? <laughs> when did I, when did I talk about having a boo thing? You've had a few different boo things over time. So who knows which one they're referring to. I know. I'm to. like, comadre, which one are you referring to? I'm not trying to say like I'm getting around, but I I think the last time I was on chatting on the podcast about a dude I was dating, remember when I was like getting ready for our first date and I shaved off half my eyebrow? 
<laughs> with a stupid tinkle, the razor. tinkle razor. Oh, but he didn't notice. <laughs> he did not notice my missing eyebrow. Um, so yeah, we we went out a few times and that that didn't work out. Uh, but it's all good. I've I've seen him out and about, and it's like no no shade, no no bitterness. Which one was that? Wait. Number one, two, three. No, <laughs> no I'm not just kidding. even. Just yeah, a dude, a dude that like I think we went out around <laughs> April or so. Um, got it, got it. That one. But yeah, it was it was great. We had some great dates and we had some good times and and it was all good. I practiced my cooking and um, it was a great time. It's just I am at a point in my life where I am either about it or I'm not. Like I'm very like and I and I have no problem in communicating to a guy that I'm dating and I don't question or second guess when something kind of like falls apart or doesn't work out. I'm not one of those that tries to like come back around and like manipulate or seduce or be like, what are you doing? I miss you. Like, no, when we're done, we're done. Bye. Yeah. We're done. And it's all good. And I think that a lot of people, so I'm a single as a dollar bill. Like I got nothing going on. <laughs> if you guys have anybody that you have in mind that you think would be a good fit for me, that's cool because you know, the, like what it comes down to it when I'm dating somebody, I it's it's a it's like a business agreement mm -hmm. like it's that's I think where like my Capricorn moon shows up I'm a double Aries I'm an Aries rising Aries sun Capricorn moon and Aaron's a Capricorn the pragmatism when it comes to a relationship with somebody it's like there's an exchange of services and it's an exchange of time and what do you offer me what do I offer you also like when I'm dating somebody I'm interviewing them mm -hmm. Like, I think a lot of times we could get wrapped up in the fantasy and like, oh, he did this and he texted me that and he sent me a link to this and oh, he bought me this. Oh, we're like, when it comes down to it, I'm like, do I feel safe with him? Do I feel like I can safely communicate with him? Do I feel like I can be honest with him? Do I trust him? That's what's most important to me. Yeah. That I mean, yeah, because sex and a hot guy can only last so long. And so um, I've done a lot of work in the background, kind of like preparing myself for knowing what I want so that when I date, it's I'm very efficient. Mm -hmm. Like I don't drag shit out. I don't waste much time. Some people could look at that as like very short lived romances. I'm like, I'm just, I don't waste time. Like, <laughs> I find out pretty quickly whether or not I'm a good fit with the person. So yeah, why drag it along? Yeah, it, it's all good. And like, I'm very, I just, I have boundaries and, and I just feel very proud of the work that I've done. And I just, it, it just, it's, and I don't take it personal. Yeah. Like I don't take shit personal. I don't, I don't, when things don't work out with me and a guy, I don't think, oh, what did I do wrong? You know, or what's wrong with me? No, it's just simply what I wanted didn't align with what he wanted and and boom, it's mm -hmm. all good. I don't, I don't walk this earth like avoiding anybody. Yeah. Like I don't like run across, I wouldn't run across the street if I ran into an ex or whatever. Like I hold my head up high and I'm, and I'm dignified and graceful and I wish them nothing but the best. So it's funny actually at wine walk, I, um, I gave my number. Well, no, it's funny. I, I was DJing at wine walk. This and, is so funny. And one of the winners of the raffle won a facial and he was like this good looking dude. And he like came up and I was like, Oh, okay. Poppy will like for a facial for you or for your lady. And he was like, I don't have a lady. And I was like, Mm. So I wrote my number down on a piece of paper and I gave it to our PA Christina. And I was like, go give my number to that dude and like point to me and I'll wave. And she did. She gave she him ran down the street and gave him my number. Cause listen, <laughs> squeaky wheel gets the grease. Like <laughs> you could be coy and pretend that you're not trying to look for anybody, but I I'm on the market, like put it out there, yeah. you know? So, um, and I have not heard from him. 
But what's crazy is that like a friend of mine was like, hey, I heard you gave your number to my friend. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, Look it why, up. Why, why hasn't he hit me up? So, you know, uh, rejection is still out there. It's it still exists. But rejection is protection. So all the guys that, you know, don't call me back or, or, or don't want to be with me. It's all good. It's on to the next. I do not question the universe's path and journey for me. I'm not powerful enough to question that, you know. So anyways. I'm not on any dating apps. I'm not opposed. To, I'm not like hardcore opposed to them. But you're looking for something maybe more organic. Hell yeah. A I mean, bit. I feel like more organic stuff has come into your life lately. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the last couple of guys I've dated, I met in the wild, yeah. like doing things that I really enjoyed, which feels great because we obviously are at the same place for a reason because we have the same interest. But, you know, I've had bouts of, of dating apps where like my my therapist was like go on five dates from Hinge and then we'll talk. And I was like, fine. So I just do it like an assignment and like the five dates were great. They were gentlemen. You know, we went on nice little dates, but there was no spark. Nothing happened, not even a kiss or whatever. And that was cool. And then pandemic hit or whatever. And two of my girlfriends like met the loves of their life on Hinge. And they're like, you have to get on Hinge. I swear, girl, it's good out there. And I got on it. One of the first dudes that messaged me was a dude I had blocked like six years ago. From what? From because what Because he took me out on a date and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he was just so such an eager beaver like... Literally, he tried to mac on me when I had like a mouthful of pad thai. Ew. Like he did gross. not get the hint. He was like such an eager beaver. And I was just like, dude, I was like, this is not going to work. And he like tried to walk me to my car and, and he was just like trying to show off his car. And I was like, no, nah. I was like, I don't give a fuck about your your used BMW. <laughs> I got a used luxury car too. I'm not impressed by that. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing like there's I don't like that type of energy where you feel like you have to show off like your, your material stuff. We are just not a good fit. And I told him I was not interested and he would not get the hint. Mm -hmm. He would not leave me alone. So finally I was like, please stop contacting me. And he wouldn't. So I blocked him. So I go on hinge six years later and he's like, well, 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 if it isn't looking Megan looking better than ever. And I was like, ah, so I deleted it and I was like, fuck Hinge, fuck all that. So I'm not on. It was one person though. Uh, yeah, but that was creepy enough. That what is else creepy. is out there? That is really creepy. What else is out there? You know, I'm, I'm, there's, I think a lot of people come from a place of fear. Like I'm so afraid of being alone. I am not afraid <laughs> of being alone. Being alone is my happy place. Airplane mode and alone is like my shit. <laughs> I had my phone on airplane mode for like 12 hours last night. And I was like, huh, well, anyone with an Android can't get in touch with me. And it's just, it's my happy place. I mean, of course I want to share my life with a companion, but I don't settle. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can see that as you could, I mean, I just don't have, I don't feel any certain type of way about it. I know at the end of the day, when I go to bed, I know that like my day in day out is quality over quantity. And that's, what's most important to me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's see, Aaron, uh, this question is for you. When's your next training course? Mm. Well, I'm just coming up for air from our last one, mm -hmm. but probably sometime in late January. Uh, I don't know. We'll probably have it out in the next week or two. Okay. So stay tuned. I We had a lot of requests for filler training and that will be coming up, but our beginner course was super popular. So I think we'll definitely be doing more of those. Okay. Good, good, good. So yes. just, you need to follow, what's that IG handle? The treatment technique. Okay, cool. At the treatment technique. Yeah, so make sure to follow that for all the updates. Don't DM us on the podcast because I'm not going to answer. <laughs> you could ask. Follow instructions. Yes. Follow instructions. Okay, Megan. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is a fun one. If you planned my honeymoon, how would you do it? Oh my gosh, I love this. Well, you know, when I was a travel agent, I used to do um, leisure travels. So there's 
in the travel agent world, there's two types. There's corporate and leisure. So corporate are, you know, Oracle and Deloitte, they hire these agents that just book trips for, you know, most most like mid to large size companies have like a travel agent dedicated to corporate travel. So it's not very sexy. It's just like Hampton Inns and, you know, domestic travel. But leisure is like you could build out this like beautiful, delicious, like from start to finish exquisite trip with excursions and cooking classes and blah, blah, blah. So for me, when I hear honeymoon, I hear once in a lifetime. Like I'd like to think I only have one honeymoon. <laughs> like you You're don't so do honeymoons right. over and over. It's not like London. You know what I mean? Like I would like to go to London multiple times in my lifetime. Like a honeymoon is like, I will probably never go back to that place mm, again. That's a good way to think of it. Hello. Also, I want to go to a place where like my main like focus is my husband. Yes. So isolation, island, far flung. First thing I think of for a honeymoon is Maldives, Bali, Bora Bora, French Polynesia, Madagascar. I mean, all that stuff How is crazy. How do you pick out of all those? Depends on what you. So I would pose questions to the client. I'd be like, are you cool with like being around your person for like 24 hours a day and just having like books to read? And they're like, oh, that sounds like a dream. I'm like, cool. We're like, you're the only person except for the bartender out of the island. That sounds like a dream. Some people are like, I mean, I love my husband, but like not that much. Like I want to go jet skiing. I want to go zip lining. I want to go snorkeling. And then that's when you'd be like, okay, so we need a little bit more adventure driven. Like we need to find something that can mix both of those. Mm. So like maybe the Philippines, you know, where like you can have your little overwater bungalow, but you can go snorkeling and go on a little boat ride or whatever. But then there's some people that are like, I want to, yeah, Madagascar sounds great. It's an island off Africa. And then we could couple it up with like an African safari because I've always wanted to check out like the wildlife. Mm. So for me, I just say with your honeymoon, pick a place you've never been to before. Never, ever, ever. So you can create a new memory with your with your person and just do it fat and ball out of control. Like don't don't pinch on a honeymoon, mm -hmm. like eat your heart out, drink your heart out, get all the massages you want. And if you're like, dang, that's expensive. The Maldives is expensive. It's it's just a chain of of islands that um, everything is, you know, it's not like you could run to the 7-Eleven to get a bottle of water. Yeah. It's like you got to eat everything on there. All your excursions, everything is nickel and dime, but it's something you'll never get the chance to do again in my eyes. But then there's some people that are like, oh, I don't want to do an island. You know, I'm, I'm more of a city adventurer. I would just say just find something that interest you and your partner so if your husband does not like the beach he's more of like a museum type of history person then you know maybe do a little bit of something for him like in france and then you guys can go to you know the shore and and kind of like couple it up so do a little this you know like a little for you a little for him or maybe if you guys like the same thing mm -hmm. just focus on one thing but i say at least you know seven to ten days and get business class first class don't mm -hmm. even don't even play yourself mm -hmm. so if you picked one location like baller status and one location budget status give me like two cities or two countries i would say like Honestly, like Philippines for like on the on the more less expensive side, uh -huh. like anywhere, you know, like Philippines or uh, I mean, Thailand, I feel like the Philippines is a new Thailand, like Thailand used to be really hip, like in the 90s and early 2000s, mm -hmm. because you could like eat really well, get massaged like a king and like the most expensive part is the flights. Um, but balling out of control, definitely Maldives. Okay. Maldives is like. Nothing else like it. Hmm. No, nothing else like when it. Nothing else go? compared. 
Girl, I don't know if I want to be on an island with you for seven days. Oh, damn. <laughs> we could barely. No, we we did like six days pretty well. No, in I Mexico. think I think we could. I just think it's too much UV exposure for you because there's like no palm trees in the Maldives. It's just like an island in the middle of nowhere. I'll just play my Cosmo on right afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, so Aaron, do you have any career regrets? No, I don't. No, I mean, sometimes I think back like. I never, I didn't really take any time off ever. Like I had a gap year, but I didn't travel. Like I worked through summers. I did school. I went back after my maternity leave after like three weeks after one of my babies, like five weeks. And I was like, oh, like, oh, should I have to, I should maybe take more time off. I'm like, no, because if I didn't like grind so hard, I wouldn't have the flexibility that I do now. Amen. So if it, if it works for you, if it doesn't work for you, that lifestyle, that's totally fine. But if you're like, want to grind it out, I want to like, what do I tell my kids? Like work, work hard now to work less later. Like that's my Mm -hmm. goal. So yeah. Yeah. No, no, all good. Yeah. No regrets. Also it's regrets don't exist in my world. I don't. There's a lesson in everything. Like, yes, there totally is. I was a hot dog vendor in college. That's not regretful. That was a really fun job. I was outside. I ate all the hot dogs I wanted. I met really fun people. You're like 18 years old being a hot dog vendor in San Francisco. It was badass. How did you get that job? I just found it on Craigslist and I reached out to the guy and he was impressed because I was in National Charity League and like his daughter was in National Charity League. So he really liked me. He's like, you want to sell hot dogs. He was just he was the type of guy that was like, this is a great way to earn money as a college student. He almost he almost strictly hired college students. That's cool. And the tips were pretty cool. And it was just I just got the people watch. Yeah. And I just took my my tips and had my fake ID and just walked down to the liquor store and just copped. And it was great. (laughs) It was great. Like I just went to school, worked at the the hot dog cart and um, just, yeah, got to meet people. So that wasn't regretful. I've, I've had jobs that aren't the best, but and I have jobs that were like heartbreaking at times like I just remember crying because I didn't want to go to them but that taught me that I'd never want to be back there again Mm -hmm. there's no like so no regrets for you no nothing I don't live a life of regrets like it even I'm even weary to say like if I could do it differently because it's like if I did it differently that's me trying to play God that's me Mm -hmm. trying to like control things and like the butterfly effect like I could be in a different place because I may be stuck at a job I didn't like. Like everything happens for a reason and there's n- there's no mistakes in 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 this in this world mm-hmm. in my opinion. That's that's my personal opinion. And I, that also like allows me to sleep better at night cuz imagine if I had regrets, I would just be ruminating and obsessed with the past. That's stressful. No. Yeah. No way. Move on. Exactly. Okay, Megan, question for you. What tattoos do you have? You know I was thinking about this. Huh. Well, I don't know why I thought that. I'm like I would get a tattoo now in my life. Shut up. Kind of. Don't maybe. even. I wouldn't, but I would. But like, I would more now than if I was like 18. Yeah. Because what would you have gotten when you're 18? A yin yang sign? <laughs> <laughs> One of those frogs with the peace signs, those yes. like cosmic frogs, you know, or like From a Spencer's. happy face. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. But I was literally thinking that on the drive out here. I don't know why. But um, so let's go to the tattoo shop right now. Fuck it. What do you want to get? Titty tattoo? <laughs> Mi vida loca on the face? No, no, no. I don't know. I have no idea. What part of the body? I would say, I don't know. I almost feel like if you have a tattoo, you kind of want it as like a form of expression versus like being on like your hip or butt or butt something. cheek for sure. Exactly. Yeah, maybe like, like forearm, like kind of like you maybe or something. <gasps> oh my. God. It probably won't happen, but 
Yeah, I don't know if your husband will approve. No, I don't know. Yeah, or maybe he could come and get one too. We could all get one together. What like would Brian buddies. Um, I don't know what we would get. Like, what would be oh like? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad Ryan did not get tattooed like back in his day because all his friends had like barbed wire armband tattoos. Like Pamela Anderson vibes? Yes. What was that movie she did? Barb barbed wire is it barbed wire yeah barbed wire (laughs) yeah for sure so okay cool so you're about to get a tattoo uh i don't know that's awesome what do you have megan um okay so i have on my first (laughs) tattoo was the uh on my ankle the number 909 uh, which was which represents where my is that your prison number my stomping ground no it's where (laughs) i came from at that time in the in the late 90s that sounds so long ago in like 99 kevin and bean on k-rock like tore the 909 the inland empire down like they mm. would just talk mad shit on the ie and i was from ontario upland which is technically ie and i was uh i turned 18 and i was like dad will you go with me to get a tattoo and i was like i want to get a 909 tattoo and he's like hell yeah let's go so we, i got it and um it looks like somebody did it in like a back alley like in a prison Wait, how did you find this tattoo artist he's down the street and he was Corey. what's it cat von d's a dude on cat von d's show named Corey. I forget six his last feet name. under. Yeah, six feet under tattoo shop. That's mm-hmm. where I did it. It's like the only, you know, tattoo shop in Upland that I knew of. And so yeah, I didn't go to Core. I went to another guy. And um it was just one of I mean, it's the type of tattoo that the tattoo artist just rolls his eyes, like, get the fuck out of here. Cause you know, I he I wanted it smaller. He's like, no, it has to be bigger because for it to be seen. And I'm like, oh my God. And um, yeah, it looks kind of like not even old English. It looks like a straight up calligraphy tip with like a bootleg San Quentin <laughs> like handmade motor um and so yeah I rocked it and it was kind of it was funny and um you know a- after time it just looked like a bruise and so I've actually gotten it lasered off not because I'm ashamed of being from the 909 but it just it didn't look good yeah you know it's just that part of the body um also as you know Aaron when you tattoo when you use laser to to tat- to remove tattoos like where it is on your body like makes a difference in how it heals and how mm-hmm. it diminishes. So right now it just looks kind of like a bruise or like a varicose vein, but I've had maybe four or five sessions and they hurt like a mother. Mm-hmm. And since it's so far away from my heart on my ankle, it's, it doesn't heal as quickly as say like a tattoo on your chest. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that. That was my first one. And then after that, I got the Pura Vida tattoo um, in this really cool kind of like Cholo script. I love it. And I actually got that before I got sober, mm, which really? is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Pura Vida means literally like pure life, um, which sounds like a Nestle motto, like Nestle water. So <laughs> but it's not that. And then above that, I got a tattoo of it's kind of like something that I created and I designed. It's like Virgin Mary with like the typical Virgen de Guadalupe like kind of star burst behind it but the the actual Virgin Mary was more from a prayer card of my grandma and then a clotter ring which uh, represents my Irish heritage so I got that after my grandma passed away and um, yeah so the the Virgin Mary tattoo I got in San Francisco from a guy named Jesse Tuesday who's a really well-known artist and that's it those are both really good tattoos they have stayed super clear yep really nice and they're they're classic they're black and white yeah i don't do color like i've often thought i thought about getting like my like the date my sobriety date tattooed on me and i know some people that do that and that you can consider it like oh it's superstitious or bad luck but i've never like i've thought about it but i've never been compelled to do it not because i'm afraid of relapsing or anything but i was just like eh. i was thinking about if getting, you relapse do they just put a line through line it through and, and they're like, like oops. Oops. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can we make this one into a zero yeah. somehow? I, I, or I wanted to do something for like my 10 year sober anniversary, but I never got around to it. So like, it's one of those things too. You got to be strategic with tattoos because you don't want it to be on a body part that stretches. Yep. Like, you know, you got that little like nautical star tattoo by your coochie and you have three kids and it looks like a sad, saggy, little saggy star. It's, it's a shooting star and it's shooting downward. <laughs> <laughs> no. So these are on my forearm, which I knew, you know, like I wouldn't get anything on my bicep just because I tend to carry weight there. So I don't know if I, I mean, if you, I would get another one for to like celebrate you getting one. That'd be kind of wild. Like I would have never guessed that you'd want to get one. I don't know why I thought of that. Yeah. I'm going to think of that. I don't even know if I do, but you'll get I'm it for your so 40th anti-ant. birthday. We'll all go to Cancun and get t- um, matching yin yang tattoos. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll be the yin, you be the yang. Yes. And then we put it together, it forms it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Aaron. So, next question. Uh, next location potentials. I heard Fresno's coming up. Ooh. You know, after re- opening a location during COVID was quite a feat. Mm-hmm. So, I needed to breathe after that. And we decided we're going to go through the end of the year, just making sure like all the locations are tight and customer service is tight. We never want that to lack, Mm -hmm. but I know I'll get the itch again, but there's, um, you know, Fresno is not on my short list, but you know, inland Southern California definitely is possibly Orange County, possibly even West LA somewhere. Oh my God. Did you guys hear that? Ring the alarm. Woo. Woo. Once again, these nevers become maybe. So I was like, never are we getting a laser. We got a laser. And I'm like, never is Aaron going to Los Angeles. She's never going to the West side. I know, but an opportunity may present itself and I may, you know, have to say yes to it. Oh so my we'll gosh. see. Stay tuned. But I think, um, probably first quarter of 2022, we will make that decision. Shit. Up soon. That's amazing. But still in California. Hmm. Our next one probably will be in California, but then after that, we'll probably go out of state. Oh my gosh, Arizona? No. <gasps> really? Because Scottsdale's pretty saturated. Gosh, there are so many. I'm actually going to Scottsdale in two weeks to do um, some Allergan trainings out there. Finally, they're getting you out and of state. And they're loading me up. I'm going to Palm Springs. No, I'm going to Rancho tomorrow. No, Rancho on Tuesday, Palm Springs next week, and two weeks going to Scottsdale. So my December is full of trainings. That's amazing. Trainings, trainings, trainings. All right, Aaron, this is a question for you because I have no fucking idea what this even means. Aaron, options for women who have wrinkly stretched skin after having twins. I don't know. Oh, what you're that saying is. you don't know what that means because you've never been pregnant and haven't had exactly. your skin stretched. I, mean, I got stretch marks on my ass, you know, but that's not from giving birth to a baby. It's just for getting a fat butt, you know, like <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Like what what is stripes on my ass? So they call the beep tigger. <laughs> <laughs> they always play that at Orange Theory. <laughs> Act up, better get smacked up or whatever. But okay, yeah. So what do you do, Aaron? Give them the real truth, which is not going to be what they want to hear. Okay. If you just have stretch marks and your skin is not loose, then you can do things. There's some laser treatments you can do, retin-A, chemical peels, things like that. But if your skin has any laxity to it, where means you can loose, pinch it. you can pinch it. You need it cut out. Don't waste your time on any skin tightening devices, no cool sculpting, no thermage, no nothing. Just go get a little tummy tuck, get it snipped out. They like yep. tighten your muscles and you'll be in a bikini by summertime. Yeah, that's really important to like drive home is like don't expect surgery results from a wand that's like shooting heat into your belly. It's no. too saggy, baby. Your, your fucking muscles are all fucked up from that kid. Mm-hmm. So just tighten it up, get it snipped, get a new belly button. And don't waste your money on some crazy anti-stretch 
cream when you're pregnant? pregnant? No, yeah. no. This people don't like to do this answer, but the best way to prevent stretch marks is to gain weight steadily versus quickly. Like if you gain 20 pounds in one month during a pregnancy, and you can't always control that, mm -hmm. um, you're more likely to get stretch marks if you gain weight too fast. Okay, good so to just know. Just try to keep it steady. Well, yeah, I mean, we got more questions to go, but I, I think we should save them for another episode. So okay. that's where we'll wrap Let's here. Let's do this. Thanks guys so much for sending your questions. And if you also have questions, you could always DM us on the IG and we're happy to add them to the queue. So yes, we will answer Thanks for listening away. and make sure to share this with a friend and um, have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye.